Oh, man. He has returned. What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast, Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. Now, football season's going on, man. It's a lot of discombobulated stuff, but we're going to report everything that's going on right now. But one, <clears throat> we got to take a stop over in the basketball league and humble some OGs. Now, when it comes to basketball, a lot of people don't understand. Like, you play the game for as long as you can. And Dr. J told uh, Charles Barkley something very important. He said, why do you need six cars? You're only able to drive one, two at the max. This money is supposed to last you a lifetime because you have the mindset of playing this game for a lifetime. Even though you got a, sh- it's a long period that you could play, there's still a short window because anything can happen. You can get injured your rookie season and never be able to play basketball again. Or you can get injured at the top of your game and never play again. And all that mattered was, did you save your money? Did you invest in the right people? Did you surround yourself with the same people, the right people? And when I look at some of these OGs and some of these players, they don't have that same mindset. I talked about in my podcast before, who's rating these athletes? Everybody wants the money, money, money. But I don't see people putting in the work to be the great player longevity. I see players being great. When they get the check, they fall off. Or I see play, see players, you know, grind and grind and grind and then get noticed but don't get paid. Like, for example, look at Austin Reeves. A lot of people might not know who he was, but he was a good player in college. And then, you know, it took him some time. Then he got to the NBA. And then when he got his chance, he made everybody realize he's a good player, a good young player. And a lot of these OGs, man, another thing they do, too, is they compare their era to the era of now. And, like, great minds think you can't compare two different eras because things have changed. You can't say this player, if he was in my era, he would not be successful. You can't say that player, oh, because he averaged this amount of points, he wouldn't have averaged in my era. Like, it's crazy that Dennis Rodman actually said that if um, Larry Bird was playing in this generation, he would be over there in Europe. Dennis Rodman, you played long enough to know who Larry Bird is. Larry Bird is a thug. Larry Bird was so much of a thug. When they put white people on him, do you know what he said? He said, y'all put this white boy on me. How disrespectful can you be? Larry Bird was the type of player that walked into your locker room with the warm-up gear on and said, who's coming in second? That's gangster right there. Larry Bird is the type of player that if you foul him, he was ready to throw hands with you. And from what stories I've heard, Larry Bird, he can throw them hands. And it's like, how can we really sit here and say that Larry Bird would have been over in Europe he's playing right now? A guy that's playing similar to Larry Bird is Jokic. Jokic is playing the same way. I would just say Larry Bird 
is a little more athletic than Jokic. Because Larry Bird could fly. A lot of people don't know Larry Bird had a vision. Larry Bird had a a package. Like, Larry Bird was a, a force to be reckoned with on those Boston teams. Like, he earned where he placed that on the all-time great list. He could shoot you out the gym. He could take you out the gym and finish at the rim. He can facilitate. He can rebound. There's a reason why he got three championships and I think three finals MVPs and three regular season MVPs. There's a reason why he took an unknown, was it, Indiana State to the NCAA championship against Magic Johnson, a team that never been there before, a team before they lost in the championship was undefeated that season. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people just be talking just to talk. Just like we sitting here really having a conversation about how Paul Pierce had a better career than Dwayne Wade. Are we actually sitting here arguing that Paul Pierce had a better career than Dwayne Wade when Paul Pierce was exposed to greatness at every opportunity to win the championship? Like, Paul Pierce and KG always talk about, yeah, man, we was giving LeBron James the blues. What ha- So what happened in 2009? Oh, nobody want to talk about what happened in 2009 when he got them out of there. And then he had to face a Dwight Howard, a motivated Dwight Howard, because during that time, everybody wanted to see Kobe versus LeBron. And Dwight Howard wasn't having it. That's why he said on a, a person's podcast, he said, we felt disrespected and we took it personal. We didn't care what the NBA wanted to see. Nah, they had to earn it. And we earned it to be in that spot in 2009 NBA Finals. So it's just like people out here just talking just to talk. And then Paul Pierce, you talking about if you had Shaq or LeBron James or uh, Chris Bosh, you had something good to that too. You had Ray Allen. You had uh, KG. You had Rondo. You had Kendra Perkins. You had a legit team. But the fact is that y'all only made it to the finals, what, twice? So, and then LeBron James with the Miami Heat made it to the finals four times. But he's won two and lost two. You made it to the finals twice and won once. So you had the equal opportunity, basically, to win, but you couldn't get the job done. Because eventually LeBron James was coming into his own as a player. And then he said, since y'all said y'all broke the king, let me go find some pieces that can compete with the Boston Celtics. And then when LeBron James found some pieces, y'all he split y'all up. And then y'all tried to do it again. And what did he do when y'all was on the Nets? When it was Joe Johnson, Paul Pierce, Darren Williams, KG, and others. He destroyed that too. Paul Pierce, you had a great career, man. You had a great career. You had a great career, man. And in some cases, a bona fide Hall of Fame career. You had a great career, bro. But you got to let this notion go that you had a better career than Dwayne Wade. Because Dwayne Wade was the flash. And then he got Shaq. Then he became a better player. 
Then when he got LeBron James, he mentored LeBron James, show him heat culture and how to win. And then LeBron James became the man on that team. Dwayne Wade took a step back and still was getting buckets left and right. OG, you got to let it go, man. Gilbert Arenas, you got to let it go too, bro. You had your time. It's okay, man. Everybody don't have the the blessing to stay healthy for the majority of their career like LeBron James. It's okay. Sometimes you got to do what you have to do with the time that you have. And you was flashing out that you were agent zero. You was giving guys the work like Kobe, LeBron, and other great players. You made people tune into the Wizards. But at the same time, man, you have your points where you say, you know, and I just talked about it previously, like two minutes ago, about how OGs need to let it go about the era of this, the era of that. Because he brought up a good point. He said, how are you going to say this person would have been locked up and that person would have been locked down? Do you know each player is getting better? Like each generation is getting better and better? Not to mention the NBA is changing rules left and right to accommodate the era that's being changed. So is it that point where the OGs just got to fess up and say, you know what, this is that time. It is what it is. I think that's what we need to come to because everybody had that moment. Everybody had that time. Like Dr. J said, you can't play forever. Eventually your time will be up. And a new group of people will move in. And then a lot of OGs was like, you disrespected Michael Jordan by saying this player is a go. Michael Jordan played a long time ago, bruh. Long time ago. I think he retired in 2002. But he had his time. He had his time. And when he left, he was great. But then there was a man by the name of Kobe Bryant. That was still playing at a high level. That was coming into his own. With less talent. Didn't have much. But he had enough. He won five championships. Two finals MVPs. One of the greatest back-to-back games in NBA Finals history. The run that he went on from, what, 2008 to 2010... He went up against a big three Boston Celtics where him and Paul Gasol, Derek Fisher, Ron Artest, Andrew Bynum. When you compare the teams, you go with Boston. They had three Hall of Famers on their team, arguably four. Against Kobe, a Hall of Fame Paul Gasol, finally. Shout out to the Lakers. I hope they retire that jersey before anybody else's. And it's like, <clears throat> and he still got the job done. Then there, he went up against a Dwight Howard, who a lot of people should actually go back and look at what he did when he was with the Magics. Because he was a top player. Those eight years in Orlando, yeah, he was the truth. He was out there with Kobe and LeBron. Those years, he was up there. And yes, he did have a better career than Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is just more talented. But we're not going to get started right here. Say that for another day. 
But it's just a simple fact that people still hold Jordan in the high regards, and I get that. Because he put the NBA globally by joining Team USA. But what I would say is this. Ever since Jordan left, players have gotten better and better and better. Jordan was the GOAT. He had his era. Then when we was in the Kobe era. And right now, we're still in LeBron James, tail end of his era. And we look forward to meet, meeting the new era. So this goes out to all the OGs out there. Sometimes, bro, you got to tip your hat off to the new generation. You might not like it. You might not accept the things that they do. But it's not your call anymore. Your time was up. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr. OGs. Time's up.